Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It is me, your host, Taryn, and as always, this week I am joined by Jamie, Joe, and Dan. Hello! What up, Boots? Oh, my trouble uh, chief. How are we doing? Yeah. Living, the, living the dream. It's coronation weekend, baby. Woo! Oh, yeah, it is. A, do you know what? I'm at a baby's birthday party on Saturday. And I was saying this to the wife. I was saying, it's the coronation. I'm not a massive royalist by any chance. I can give, take it or leave it, but it's, it's still a part of history. So I wouldn't mind watching it or at least having it on in the background to see what's <laughs> going on. And we've got a one-year-old's birthday party. Who, who who books a party for the same day as a coronation? There's not a coronation party, a baby's party. So well, I'm most probably it, not anyway. going to watch it. Well, yeah, my uh, my mum actually bought our son a like a woolly hat that someone's crocheted um, into like the shape of a crown, like a coronation crown, so he can at least wear it to the party. He can wear it in protest at the parties if to say, I want to watch the coronation, but instead I'm here sat in a little ball pool. Which um, king or king of the ring are you going dressed as? Are you going like Jerry Lawler? Are you going to go King Corbin? I'm going as the macho king Randy Savage. <laughs> what, is, what is everyone's favourite king? Is that your favourite king of the ring? Um, do you know what? I You've put me on the spot, so I don't know. I, I always liked Edge as king of the ring when he won it in mm. 2002, was it? Around there? Um. I mean, most people... 2000, 2001, I think he got it. Yeah. 2001. 2001 rings a bell. Yeah. Uh, was it less than a 2002, perhaps? 2003 um, was... Three. Oh, God, he won 2002. Angle. Yeah, Angle. My favourite, I would say King Booker. I absolutely love King Booker. You know, Queen Charmel had a Hall Queen. of Fame career. Hall of Fame, Queen Charmel. All because Queen of that, Charmel. you see. All because of that. She was the only one who didn't muck up her lines on there. Uh, on Monday Night Raw this week. Oh, there was some terrible, was it? RVD introduced some of the drafts. That he, I mean, he doesn't know what day it is half the time with whatever he's been smoking in the back with Matt Riddle. <laughs> but yeah, God, his voice sounds rough at the minute, doesn't it, RVD? Do you know what? Uh, what what I was happy to see, and I messaged Jamie about it, Eric Bischoff. I always like a bit of Bischoff, and I love hearing the theme, that's all. So I was happy to see Eric Bischoff. Well, they only gave him three minutes to read out the, the bit of information. Wait a, Wait a minute. <laughs> Did I just hear? Sorry, I'm having a drink. Speaking of that's right. Well, Michael Cole had as well, didn't he? We had um, NXT call-ups, Isla Dawn and um, Kaylee Ray, and they, he called him. He called her Isla Dawn. I was like, uh. like as somebody who watches NXT religiously, I watch Level Up. I watch everything NXT, and then he says Isla Dawn. Yeah, that one struck me a bit. Let's have a chat about that then. So, of course, this week, on this week's episode, it's all about the Backlash preview and predictions, which we will leave till the second half of our show. Because, of course, we did have, as Dan mentions, the 2023 WWE draft for both Raw and SmackDown and NXT involved as well. And um, as Triple H says, as they say every time they do a draft, it's time to shake WWE to the core. Um so we'll see, based on what the draft picks were, whether or not we feel that it's going to make any difference whatsoever. Before we get into um, the draft itself and the specific ones, I did read on the dirt sheets this week that there is a potential, I don't think it's confirmed yet, and I, I, 
I wouldn't mind your guys' thoughts on this. They're thinking of going back when it comes to the pay-per-views or the premium live events, whatever they're calling them these days. They are thinking of going back to brand-specific events, SmackDown-only events, Raw-only events, and then having your big four as, like, your, obviously, dual-dual-branded. I know they did that a few years back, and then they also did it two or three years back as well um, when they lasted, like, a, a major draft before bringing everybody back together again. Your thoughts on that, Joe? Is that something that you want to see, like brand-specific mm. events again? Because there's an no. argument that it gives more spotlight on specific talent and the lower and yeah. mid-cards because they're in the matches as well. But at the same yeah. time, you know, do, I mean, what, what what are your thoughts? What do you prefer? Um, I remember when last time there was, like, I think Backlash, we talked about that. That was just like a SmackDown one, and then they had like roadblock that was just raw one. There were just too many pay-per-views and I don't know, it just didn't matter. Um, you know, I like the ones like once a month and they're like a premium live event and they're in this stadium show where they're always stats. So like you know, we got the next we got Backlash Round that's in Port Rico, that's gonna be in the stadium. Then we got then we got many in the bank. Um, then we've got the one the Saudi show, that's going to be in a massive stadium. Then we've got many in the bank, that's going to be in London. So I like all of the premium live events to be like bigger epic and having epic cards and like having loads of different matches. If they're just brand specific, I don't think you're going to have like as many matches. It's not, and it's not going to give enough time to people to give them a match. I don't, we'll see now because. because they're all brand loyal now. Are they gonna, gonna actually gonna stick to this? Because they always say they they're brand loyal. Then in a couple of months' time, everyone's just on each other's show anyway, so it doesn't even matter anyway. So we'll see. It's a very good point, Jamie. Dual branded or single? I think just dual branded. I don't see the point of them going single anyway. There's not enough on the roster. You looked at the the picture for it. There's hardly anyone even on the roster. I'm like, all right. Fair enough. So yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, if they're going to do like what they used to do, where it's like, here's your Raw main event, here's your SmackDown main event, and just have it dual branded. It's not really dual branded anymore. It's not like I represent Raw, I represent SmackDown. It's just I am on this show and this is a match that's on this show. Fair point. Dan. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Do we run the risk, Dan, that if they did go to this is your SmackDown pay-per-views, this is Raw pay-per-views, that even if they did have a large roster on each show, it's more the fact that there isn't enough, perhaps, star power. If you're not putting your lower or mid-carders in programmes so they're getting exposure on TV, or rather, if, if they're not doing it so they're not getting exposure on TV, if they're then just thinking, oh, Christ, now we need a 6-7 match card, but we've only got, you know, we've only been showcasing the bloodline say for example on, on smackdown and um i don't know who else is on smackdown at the minute who got drafted give me a give me a a main grace well maybe they've pushed him and stuff then why you know why are we going to care then that a tag team that hasn't been on or, or two tag teams that haven't been on smackdown for a month or two are now on i don't know backlash i know it's not backlash but you know they're now being put on that pay-per-view just to throw a match together 
people don't care. Whereas perhaps if they continue to be dual branded, it's because the matches that are on the show are active storylines. They're not just things that are thrown together. We are, of course, going to get onto the fact that Seth Rollins and Omos were thrown together. But forgetting that, single or dual. With me, I think it, I prefer it when they're together. It makes more sense. You know, you can have a stack card. If you say, like, you've got Roman Reigns facing Grayson Waller, wicked, that's one title match. Then you go, oh, you got Seth Rollins facing Drew McIntyre for the world title in the other match. And you've got two world title matches on one pay-per-view. I think they're selling out arenas everywhere at the moment. Like, it's hot. It's great. Everyone's loving WWE at the moment. Um, but if you then start doing brand-specific, say SmackDown, for example, Roman Reigns can only do four or five pay-per-views a year. And you've got a SmackDown-specific pay-per-view where the world champion's not on there. And they're going, oh, yeah, well, so but Solo's going to be on there and he's going to be facing who he's going to be his challenger for in two months' time. It just feels like they're stretching out for the sake of it. I'm always a big fan of mixing up the rosters. Um, I get it if they did do it singular because the, when they did it successfully in 2003, 2004, that's when we saw the rising of Rey Mysterio, Edge. Um, that's when they made them, you know, they made themselves into proper big superstars. You know, Batista managed to come through. He went. He shook the Deacon gimmick and managed to go through. And think about it: if they didn't split the rosters up, if they didn't have Bubba on one show, Deacon on the other show, Batista might not have had the call up. You know, you never know what would have happened if they didn't do it. So it does mean that some of the talent will be able to go through. You know, we've got 18 NXT stars who've just been given a call up, the biggest amount in all in one go. They need to have a shine on them. The existing people need to have a shine on them. Either way, I can see the pros and cons, but my personal preference would be having everybody together. Fair point. Okay, so let's get to the draft then. Night one was on SmackDown, April the 28th, and we started off, um, I'm not going to go through each individual um, person that came out to say, oh, this person's going to it, but I, I'm pretty sure from what I remember, Triple H came out and announced the round one picks. So we've got for SmackDown, the bloodline, but most notably just Roman Reigns and um, Solo in this instance, because I think the Usos... And Paul Heyman. And Paul Heyman. I don't think the Usos were available to be traded no. until nope. Raw. Um, Cody Rhodes to Raw. Bianca Belair to SmackDown. Becky Lynch... Uh, sorry, and Becky Lynch to Raw. Any initial thoughts on that? I think we thought Reigns would stay on SmackDown. I think it's quite safe. And yeah, we knew that Reigns was going to be the first overall. When we see SmackDown gets the first pick, you know where it's going. When the minute we're hearing Becky Lynch is on Raw, we know that Seth's staying on Raw. It was, very, it was a good theme that you saw that couples were staying together in this draft. And I know it's something that they've they brought in. But Bianca, we knew that she was going to be one of the big picks and she was one of the ones to SmackDown. I think that was probably the shock of the round to see the champion move over. Um, but it'll be interesting now with those titles, what they do with them. Um, but I, I am happy with it. I think it was quite predictable. If, you, if When I sent you guys what the picks were, were trailable on the on the Friday, you could pretty much predict who was going to be the first couple picks. So it wasn't too shocking in the first round, but Bianca Belair, I'd say, was the pick. Like I, was quite, I know Joe doesn't like her, but I do think she was the pick of that round. Makes sense, doesn't it, for obviously Rhodes to go over to Raw to kind of be, you know, the star of that show for the next six to 12 months. Um, of course, depending on who wins the new World Heavyweight Championship, which it will 100% not be Cody Rhodes. Um, cause well, he's be... going to get a job to Brock Lesnar on the weekend. Well, I'm, well we're going to get on to our predictions on that, but when it comes to the World Heavyweight Championship, the reason it won't be Cody Rhodes winning it, or, or certainly being the first winner, 
is because it's already kind of been thrown up as the consolation prize, let's be honest. But second of all, Cody came back to win the, you know, the title that eluded his father and him, the, the WWE title. And I know it's kind of under the title of the universal title these days, but they're very much saying that is still the WWE title. So he's not going to come back and win the World Heavyweight Championship when he couldn't beat the man who's holding the title that he wants. So we know he'll get the WWE title or universal title, whatever the corner of it, eventually. And I'm not saying he will never be the World Heavyweight Champion on Raw, but he's got to pick up that belt, whether it's from Roman or from whoever defeats Roman. He's got to pick up that title. Mm, I don't see it. I know we'll, we'll probably, when we get to the discussion um, around the tournament, whether it's a one-night tournament or when we see the brackets beforehand, but part of me doesn't feel like he's going to get it. I think I can see him more for money in the bank. I can see it more of a Seth Rollins or a um, Drew McIntyre potentially getting it, keeping him happy. I, I do think that with Cody Rhodes, he's more of a money in the bank. But I do agree with you in terms of him being a pick, the main pick for Monday Night Raw. It makes sense. They can build him up. He's like a megastar. Fans are loving him with his T-shirts flying off the shelf. So it, it is Certainly a money Round two then, the Street Profits to SmackDown, Imperium, all three of them, to Raw, moving the Intercontinental Championship over to Raw. Edge to SmackDown, and Matt Riddle stays on Raw. Bro. Any of you, any picks there that you like, Joe? No, um, again, I'm not too surprised. Um, I got Imperium Scott Raw. I think, you know, good to know he could he could like place himself against like different opponents. Like he's been like dominant all over SmackDown. Like putting him over to the Raw band, he can face new opponents, have the Intercontinental Title on Raw. It's like. It is the premium mid title, in my opinion. You know, I do prefer it over the US title slightly. So, have that on the Raw as like Raw is like the main branded show. So, yeah, it makes sense. Right. Okay. Round three Bob the Lash to SmackDown, Drew McIntyre to Raw, the entirety of the OC, so that's Mia Yim, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, and returning AJ Styles over to SmackDown. And The Miz remains on Raw. Jamie, your favourite. I'm wearing a Miz top right now. There you go. <laughs> All because uh, of his remaining on Raw. He is Raw. Miz is Raw. Raw is Miz. But the no. AJ Styles back, though. It was, and I mean, it's just one of those things. They teased so much over the the coming weeks that obviously, oh, teams can be broken up and blah 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 blah. Did we even see a team get? I don't up? think they Pretty did. Pretty sure we didn't. Well, Dan, you were like, you were saying that this is it. This is time for the street profits to be broken up. Every single faction and tag team all went with each they other. They kept teasing it backstage. Yeah. They were like, oh, we're gonna they're basically split them up. And then it just doesn't make any sense when it's like, oh, I'm going to draft Matt Riddle in the second round, for example, when you can get four wrestlers for the price of one in round three, including AJ Styles. It's ridiculous. It's stupid and it's just terrible. (laughs) Right. Um, But the Miz is on Raw. Good. Good. And the last round on SmackDown, damage control, the three of them, to SmackDown. Shinsuke Nakamura returns and goes to Raw. And then, Dan, I know you'll be happy with this. The two NXT picks, Indy Hartwell 
the women's champion to Raw, and then the NXT women's tag team champions. Do, do you want to pronounce it Dan so Michael no, Cole doesn't get it wrong? Go on. Isla Dawn and Alba Freya. <laughs> Oh my God. Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. There you go. Good old Michael Cole. So that's the women NXT Women's Tag Champs over to a brand and the NXT Women's Champ over to a brand. So how do they go about this then? Do they do what they did a few years ago when, I can't remember who it was, but there was definitely either NXT Men Tag Team Champions or NXT Champion came over and they just had to va- they had to vacate the title because yeah. they said, you, you're now on the main roster. Obviously, he never watches it. Nobody watches it. Hey, well, I was, AEW I was, Dark has more viewers than NXT. So NXT, at the end of it, Indy Hartwell came out on a crutches and basically said, I'm not bigger than the title. You know, everyone should get an opportunity. So at uh, Battleground, which is the day before Night of Champions, um, or right, like the, well. they're, they're basically having a big tournament that's going to lead up to it to crown a new women's champion. So that sorted out the women's title side of things. But the tag belts um, on SmackDown, when they got drafted, Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro, or Katana Chance, whatever she's called now, basically went up with her. You can't take those belts outside of NXT. They challenged them to a tag match this week. But they were the ones who got drafted in the Raw's draft, which is really weird. Um, so after the match, they basically said that they're going to take the women's tag titles to SmackDown. So they're either going to have women's tag titles on Raw and SmackDown, or eventually someone will become a number one contender, and they just have to go back down, defend it, and drop it. Very similar to what happened with Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods when they held the tag titles a few months ago. Fair play. All right, then. So the next day on Saturday during SmackDown Lowdown, basically any of the talent that nobody particularly cares about at the moment um, got traded. So we had, I'll run through these very quickly, Apollo Crews from NXT to Raw, Candice LeRae remains on Raw, Chelsea Green or Sonya Deville Raw, Dexter Loomis remains on Raw. He's disappeared again. The whole of Hit Row remain on SmackDown. Uh, JD Madonna, is, it, is that how you pronounce it? McDonough. McDonough, that's no a go, goes from NXT to Raw. Lacey Evans retains on SmackDown. I can't even speak. Lacey Evans remains on SmackDown. That's what I was trying to get out. Um, those bloody models <laughs> remain Male on models. Raw. They all remain on Raw. Natalia goes from SmackDown to Raw. The Viking Raiders go from SmackDown to Raw. And Zoe Stark, Joe, from NXT to Raw. You like a bit of Zoe Stark. She's very, very good, yeah. Um, I think we were talking about it a couple of months ago when we talked about one of the NXT shows and um, uh, all of the Hall of Famers were talking about her backstage, basically saying, why isn't she being called up yet? So... I wasn't surprised, but they called her name out at all. You, you were saying, Taryn, as well, that all of these names are the people that nobody wants. But need I remind you, when they did a big draft before when NXT stars got called up, we had people like Finn Balor being called up. But then they had the supplementary draft on uh, Talking Smack. And the last ever pick was, um, was, um, Ale- was it Alexa Bliss. And also it Very was, um, i trying to remember the name of it. Um, yeah, and, and they went on to be some of the, the people who had the best moments over the next few years. So you look at the sleeper picks, people like J.D. McDonough, um, people like Zoe Stark, 
they're going to make waves. I know that they were drafted on the certain entries, but you're finding that also on the Raw Talk, after Raw, a lot of the NXT stars got drafted after that as well. So watch this space. They will be used. And JD McDonough, trained by Finn Balor, 21-year-old 20, uh, pro, he's going to be absolutely killer. So I think watch this space. They're going to be really good. Okay. Moving on to Raw then. Round one. Give us your thoughts on these, Jamie. Rhea Ripley remains on Raw. Austin Theory. Not the Judgment Day. Just saying, but carry on. Um, because she is probably classed Dominic. Well, I think she's probably technically class able to move separate because she's a champion. That's probably the rules of having her around. Gone through an Imperium. Who knows? Yeah, that's a very good point. It's terrible. No one knows knows what's going on. So that's my opinion. Rhea Ripley remains on Raw. Austin Theory goes from Raw to SmackDown with the US Championship. So they've obviously just done the classic swapping the titles over each brand, Intercontinental and United States. Seth Franklin Rollins, freaking Rollins, remains on Raw. And Charlotte Flair remains on SmackDown. Yeah, standard, isn't it? Like I said, they should be round one picks, the champions. Um, So it makes sense. And obviously Charlotte Flair is arguably one of the greatest women wrestlers of all time. So she needs that number one round pick, don't you? If if it's supposed to mean something anyway. If it is. But, you know, you you draft half a team and you don't draft half a team. I mean, just pick up make your mind up and just decide if it's going to be a team or not. She is the judgment day, obviously. So just bring them both together. Like you said, Imperium and Gunter, they just do what they want. It's a terrible, terrible company. (laughs) I believe they've kept Seth Rollins on Raw and moved Drew McIntyre to Raw because they're probably going to be the two men, in my opinion, that are in the finals for the World Heavyweight title. It'll be one of them two. It'll probably be Seth Rollins. I'd like it to be Drew McIntyre, um, but I think that they're, they're or if they're not in the final, they're going to be there or thereabouts. It's Unless Drew's going to AEW. Well, they might put the title on him to get signed a contract. <laughs> Who knows? We will see. It's a good way to do it. They said we're going to make you our brand's champion. It's a good way to it do is it. true. Round two, the tag team champions of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn um, on Raw. The Usos remain on SmackDown with the Bloodline standard to carry on their implosion that, let's be honest, should have probably already happened by now. Um, the Judgment Day. So there you go, Jamie. Remain on Raw with Rhea. They love it. And the LWO... What a waste of a pick. You could have just had them all at one. Exactly. You could have just had them all as a one pick then and got more. Yeah. Well, this is the WWE. That's because they have no no one else to pick. They're like, oh, let's separate them just for bants. They're keeping you on your toes by doing it. And And the LWO remain on SmackDown. Anybody, any comments on any of them or is it all pretty standard? I think. No, LWO are actually an amazing pick. They're currently, like, their t-shirt is flying out. Like, Terrible. it's probably, I think I, you need to double check it, but it's probably the top selling t-shirt that they have at the moment. Um, they, they've got a lot of momentum, Zelina Vega going for the Women's Championship as well. And that's a really good pick. I thought actually that pick may have been a lot further up. Um, but yeah, getting all of those people, five people in one draft, I think that might even be a record. It makes sense, but you know, we'll just separate Judgment Day by a round so, so they can waste a pick. But yeah, sure, why not? Women's Tag Team Champions 
of Liv Morgan. I can't talk. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez go over to Raw. So the NXT Tag Team Women's team. Tag Team Champions of the they're, they're the Tag, tag Team Champions. champions. <laughs> um, NXT Tag Team Champions Women's are on SmackDown. Is that right? Did we say Dan? What's that? So the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions have been moved to SmackDown, have they? Not? Yeah, Isla Dawn and um, Alba Fire. Have they're not going to do. They're not going to have a Raw Women's Tag Team Champions and a SmackDown Women's Tag Team Champions, are they? Because this is just overkill. Well, there's no women's tag teams left in NXT now. I was looking at the roster on the run-ins this week, and there's probably there's one women's tag team left, which which is Danny Palmer and Sol Ruka. I can't think of any other tag teams that are left down there. So I, I could see him moving that belt over and making it a SmackDown women's tag titles it, it could be done we'll see uh asuka to smackdown the new day to raw the brawling brutes the three of them jamie all remain on smackdown well there you go Pretty standard again i, think. <laughs> I am shocked yeah they, they were not much to talk about with those really good picks deserve to be picked pretty high but names were not shocked this year explain this one somebody to me <laughs> From the first pick of round four to Raw, Trish Stratus. What? Why is she even in the draft? Edge to SmackDown. I'm just going to throw that out there. It's yeah, exactly Edge the same is, prep process. Yeah, no, but Edge like, is still a more, he's an active competitor. Trish has just come back for the WrestleMania program and to no, have a match probably at SummerSlam. No, she's with, back as active. She's having a massive promo with Becky Lynch at the she's moment. She's having a massive promo. You would know if you she's watch not, it. She's not been around since she turned on Becky Lynch. She's probably yes, she not has. Be, she's been cutting promos every week. She's been backstage on Raw the past three weeks. Do you even watch the programming? She's, <laughs> she's not going to wrestle Becky Lynch until, until SummerSlam. Yeah, she's going to have a programme with the women's champion before then. So why is she being classed as a full-time She will be champion active... again. She ain't a full-time active member of the roster. I don't care what anyone says. She's not wrestling week in, week out on Raw. Yeah, but neither is Roman Reigns. <laughs> you, but you must bow down to your tribal chief. It doesn't matter. You must bow down to Stratus Thatcher. If she's an eligible draft pick, I tell you what, they're very clever in drafting her because people are going to tune in to watch Trish Stratus. If you said to me, you've got to make sure you watch Hour 3 or Raw, Trish Stratus is going to be on there. I'm tuning in. She's she's a must-see person. And well, she's somebody, you... like Ed, you want to make sure you draft her around. You can see her then every Monday night... When I'm she turns up on Raw. Stratisfaction, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Turning up each week, not guaranteed. The next pick, round four, nobody cares. I don't care what anybody says, but Carrying Cross and Scarlet remain yeah. on SmackDown. Yeah, I don't what a waste he's been since he came back. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler to Raw. And yeah, Good. LA Knight remains yeah. on SmackDown. And didn't he win this week for like the first time since he came back on the main roster or something it feels like, some momentum. like they're finally so putting popular. him in that program aren't they? they well they have to they have well to. austin apparently he's given him some advice i read a couple of days ago um he's on fire the crowd love him they're chanting his name l a night yeah i'm well happy with that i think this is starting to see where we're getting those interesting draft picks and yeah okay no one cares about carrying cross but seeing la night be drafted i'm happy with that He's a feud now with Shinsuke Nakamura, isn't he? Carrying crosses, yeah, but that's going yeah. to come to head this week on SmackDown. Let's see. Braun Strowman and Ricochet to Raw. Shotzi remains on SmackDown. Mr. Nice Bronson Reed remains on Raw. And 
Dan, you'll be happy with this one. Pretty deadly from NXT to SmackDown. Yes, boy. How long is it going to be before they are trekked terribly and they're like um, Fandango and what's his name? Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. 100%. They're definitely going to have their own detective TV show. 100%. They're going to win multi-time tag champions. They're two-time, one-time NXT UK tag champions and two-time normal NXT tag champions. They're going to be triple crown champions within the space of a year, I'd say. Absolutely brilliant. Elton Prince, um, absolutely smashing it. It's a great pick. They were technically killed off um, on last week's episode of NXT. They lost a, a trunk match where they were thrown in um, Tony D'Angelo's trunk and then thrown in the river. So killed And off. then just turned up on Raw. Yeah, just like, hey guys, we're all right. Don't you worry. Different show in it. They're going to absolutely kill it. Um, they should have been called up ages ago. Got so much charisma. Amazing on the microphone. Absolutely brilliant picks. And I'll give that. you my two cents on that. I bet you now. Like you're saying that obviously they're going to have this weird detective show like Tyler Breeze and Fandango. I'm not you're saying it's going to be like that. I'm just going to say no, they're yeah. going to be tret as bad as that, and they will be released within two years. Oh. Dan's saying they're going to win multiple tag team championships. Not a chance. I'm saying, what what, what brand are they on again? They've gone from NXT to SmackDown. Yes, boy. Fair enough. Um, is Matt the Riddle new on SmackDown? Matt Riddle's on Raw? Oh, never mind. I was going to say Matt Riddle will be their manager in like a month. <laughs> they don't, to <laughs> they don't need a manager. They're absolutely no. incredible. Matt Riddle's joining them. They're going to be a new trio. Taryn, what's their finisher called? They were like, bro. Uh, what what's who's finisher? Pretty deadly. Yeah, I'll give you a clue. That? It could you, be in the quiz. You shouldn't cry over it. Spilt milk. Yep, that's their finisher name. Lord Best almighty. finisher in the business. So, it's like so, a heart attack. So, Slice bread, butter, butter bread. <laughs> Don't cry. Right. The final round on Raw, round six. I'm going to start with this one. It was the second pick of round six, but this one, I don't... When I say I don't get this one, I don't get it when... You've got the ones that have happened on the supplemental draft for obviously your. You can't say lower card because you've got people like, say, for example, Johnny Gagano was your in supporting night, players. Was in night two, uh, yeah, on the supplemental drafting. Yeah, actually picked live on Raw from Raw to SmackDown, Rick Boogs. Boogs. Yeah, because they've had a massive promo backstage about it all. Terrible, terrible. What a He's waste. a global sensation, Taron. Rick Boogs from Raw to SmackDown, Alpha Academy remain on Raw, and then your two final NXT picks, Joe, of Cameron Grimes goes to SmackDown, and Caden Carter and Katana Chance to Raw. Yeah, Cameron Grimes, absolutely incredible. He's been off TV, NXT TV, for a couple of months, a couple of months, but in NXT, he had the gimmick of like, He's basically like a Bitcoin millionaire and he's made all the money on Bitcoin and Dotcoin and all of this. That was his gimmick in NXT. But he's wicked. He's been trained by like the Hurricane and the Hardy Boys. But apparently, he um, I've read on Dirt Sheet, he's like transformed his body. He's got like a six pack now and nope. He's like locked himself away. So like nope. Apparently, he's like changed his look and everything. He doesn't look the same anymore. But yeah, he's wicked. Let's run through the supplemental picks from Raw then. Tazawa remains on Raw. Dana Brooke remains on Raw. Emma goes from SmackDown to Raw. 
NXT's Grayson Waller goes to SmackDown. Is it Indusher or Indusher? The Jinder yeah, trio yeah. that includes Veer Mahan. NXT to Raw. He's back. Veer is coming to Raw. He's back on Raw. Um, <laughs> Johnny Gagano, supplemental draft. Nobody cares anymore about him. Remains on Raw. Los Lotharios go from SmackDown to Raw. Nikki Cross remains on Raw. NXT's Odyssey Jones goes to Raw. Piper Niven Raw. Riddick Moss to Raw. Nobody's meaner than Tamina goes from Raw to SmackDown. And your two final picks from SmackDown to Raw, Zia Lee and Tegan Knox. Yeah, boy. Any that were surprised there? I mean, or just meh? Yeah, I love my end because... Indusher, amazing. Uh, my surprise... Uh, which was a question, is the NXT call-ups. You could have said to me, you can pick 20 people from NXT who's being called up. And Odyssey Jones, he's great. He's up and coming. He's just been out for like almost a year with an injury. But I didn't expect to see him being called up. So it'll be interesting to see how they work him, what gimmick they give him, whether they build him up on main events. Sexual chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, he basically, he's, he could have that sort of vibe with him. He's good. He's um, almost like a Kevin Owens. He's quite a big chap, and he's very good at, like, high-flying, like Vader used to be. But that one's a very strange one. I didn't expect that from NXT. So this is where it gets interesting, because we've got wrestlers that weren't included for multiple reasons, because they're either, like, part-time or rigid. So I've got a list here. Just not necessarily thoughts on these, but thoughts on the free agents in a moment so wrestlers that weren't included alexa bliss obviously she's had a skin cancer treatment is it a liar nobody knows Elias. Aaliyah. Aaliyah, that's it. where yeah so well she she wasn't drafted it says it's um biggie is obviously injured bray wyatt and uncle howdy we do and don't know what's going on with him is at the uncle minute. howdy separate does it say that's what he's listed terrible. yeah carmella maternity leave Gable Stephen, the reason it's been given here is is because he's inactive due to training for the 2024 Olympics. No, he's inactive because nothing's happening ever. He's going to get released. Logan Paul, um, part-time contract. It mentions R-Truth injured, Randy Orton injured, Robert Roode injured, Shanky. (laughs) He just says inactive due to unknown reasons. And Tommaso (laughs) Ciampa injured. Elias, where is he? Well, this is where we get on. So He's a free agent. It says free agents. So it says the following wrestlers were included in the draft pools to be drafted, but were not drafted on either night and are now free agents. So the big one, and they mentioned it, Triple H mentioned it, announced that Brock Lesnar, this happens every time there's a draft. It's always mentioned, do what you want, really, that Brock Lesnar's a free agent and can appear on both brands. What was interesting on Raw was they the commentary team announced that much like Brock Lesnar was able to negotiate free agent status, so was Omos. <laughs> so he can appear on both Raw and SmackDown, apparently. So that's what we all He's want a free to see. Agent. These are the other wrestlers, and the literally the most of the reasons that are given are just because they were drafted. So in other words, the writers don't have a clue what they're going to do with them. Wow. It says, Baron Corbin, when undrafted, he's technically free agent. Cedric Alexander and Shelter Badgerman went undrafted. They're technically free agents. Dolph Ziggler went undrafted. Elias went undrafted. Mustafa Ali went undrafted. Zion Quinn from NXT was apparently included in the draft pool, was available to be drafted, but went undrafted. 
and Von Wagner the same as well. So apparently Von Wagner and Zion Quinn were both eligible to be drafted and weren't, and they're now classed as free agents. So in other words, probably over the next two or three weeks, these wrestlers are going to appear on one of the shows rather than to either be squashed by someone or, or whatever. No, they're not getting they, squashed. And, have you seen Omos the Omos get squashed? No, I'm not. I'm, forget <laughs> Brock Lesnar and Omos. I'm talking yeah, Elias, Ziggler, Corbin, that type of thing. Mustafa Ali, they will eventually when they realise what they're going to do with them. Because let's be honest, we know that the reason that they are free agents within quotation marks is just because they couldn't decide what they were going to do with them during the draft. And they also oh, they're going to care. NXT. It surprises me that they include uh, um, Von, Wag- Von Wagner and Zion Quinn in that, because why would you say they're part of the draft and then just not draft them? You would just surely say, you just wouldn't mention it, they're just part of the NXT pool. No, I mean, with Von Wagner, they trialled it about a year ago that Adam Pearce was going to have some sort of like bouncer with him to stop people messing with him. And Von Wagner was actually shown on SmackDown with him. It's like a trial. So they could go back to that. But remember how they used to do it back in the day when Randy Orton would be in the office? Yeah. Um, and like, oh, he might be signing his contract today. And then all of a sudden, Harko Holly's got an issue with him and they have a match. I think it's going to be very similar with uh, Von Wagner. He's going to be seen backstage on both shows or in the audience. And eventually someone's going to aggravate him with a Zion Quinn um I think he's from I think he's from Australia or South Africa I think it's Australia um he's very powerful big guy could be somebody's um bouncer looking after him he's somebody that will be drafted up pretty quickly but with like the Eliases the Dolph Ziggler's it's quite hard especially with Dolph Ziggler because he has done his stint in NXT he's won the NXT title but he is at the moment somebody who works on main event had an amazing match with Tyler Bate a couple of weeks ago. So I think with those ones, they're enigmas. They're interested to see where they'll go, but none of them are going to be wasted. Um, but they do have redemption stories. Are they going to be in this world title tournament? King of the Rings. It'd be interesting to see what happens with them. We will see. I have a question quickly, and sure. you can all answer this, and we'll go around in a nice little. Who will be the first person on that list to be declared by Michael Cole? As the hottest free agent. Well, it'd be Brock Lesnar already, surely. Or do you mean well, not, who's gonna not t- who's gonna, No, who's going to turn up first, Brock or Omos? Who will be the hottest Omos. free agent? I reckon Omos. they'll do it in Puerto Rico. You'll have that match against Seth. And then everyone's like, yeah, it, it all depends how you do against Seth. So that's going to be the sort of storyline. But I, th- I think with Omos, he's more likely to go to Raw because that's where the world title is. He's not going to try and pick a fight with... Um, Roman Reigns, he's going to be going to Raw for that world because they've hinted at it that he's he wants yeah. that world title, and I think this match against Rollins is a stepping stone for that. Just before we move on, just let you know the final final draft pick that wasn't announced majorly anywhere, but it happened was the ring announcers. Mike Rome has gone to SmackDown. Samantha Irvin has moved to Raw for two reasons. One, because she's engaged to Ricochet, who's gone to Raw, but also because she says Imperium and Gunter very well. So I'm sure they just want to keep up that. There we go. Exactly. Right, well, that's our thoughts on the draft. Let's see what happens. My prediction is it lasts about six months before everybody starts appearing on each other's show. Yeah, we will series. Well, yeah. games. Which brand? War versus yeah. SmackDown. I mean, Who's like, gonna like infiltrate like the other first? Who wants uh, to fight for bragging rights? Bragging brand supremacy, and then the next out of Raw, nobody gives a shit again. 
You've got to wear that red to... T-shirt. Oh, God, yeah, and tear it off. Ooh, I've switched brands. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who's going to be the first person just to randomly go, yeah, I've traded to SmackDown now from Raw for no reason whatsoever. Or they go, oh, yeah, we, we got Rey Mysterio and we traded three superstars for him. Harry and Cross to Raw because he'll finish his programme with Shinsuke Nakamura and they'll be like, shit, what do we do with him because he's boring. Let's just move to Raw. <laughs> he'll get his tarot cards out and he'll have a oh, with Ripley. I hope not. Right then. Before we move on to our backlash preview and predictions, backlash. let's have a quick mention about the fact that this August, AEW All In comes from oh. Wembley Stadium in London. And all four of us are very happy to announce that we bagged the tickets in the pre-pre-sale and we will all be representing Grapplecast this August at All In. Are we excited? I know Jamie is. Very. I'm that excited. I watched YouTube videos on the hotel I'm staying in. <laughs> I'm that excited, like looking where it is, planning what to do. And have we all booked it now? Before. Jamie, have you booked it now? No. What? There's going to be nowhere left to stay. Oh, Why can't he stay with you? They're all going to get booked up because he's going with it. He's bringing his missus along. Yeah. Mercedes is a big jungle man fan. (laughs) He's bringing his missus along. So they're sharing a room. So friend of the show, Ryan, who is a recent subscriber and listener, um, is coming along with me, Jamie and Mercedes on the train. And he's we're going to share a room. So, uh, yes, he's coming along. So you'll get to meet friend of the show, Ryan. So we look Happy forward days. to that as well. So, yeah, there'll be six, six of us. All be well. So, Jamie, you need to get that hotel booked before. And we're all sat quite close coming. to each other up in the nosebleeds as well. We're, so, we're so. more or less a, a block or so away from each other, aren't yeah. we? So that should be good. So we can all effectively meet up, go in together, come out together and have an evening together. So, and yeah, a nice looking £30 pounds a ticket. So you can complain about that. Yeah, and there's a possibility. It is a bargain. And like we said, there's a possibility that if they don't sell out the top, they might tape it off anyway and bring us further down into a more expensive ticket. If they do, great. If they don't, well, we've got a ticket anyway. And we're going to be the there. We can say we were there. Forget Fashion money in the, the bank. We'll just watch that on the network. We're going to all in. We will see CM Punk destroy Kenny Omega once again. Take the, we probably take the title off. Well, there's rumours that Adam Cole's going to be facing the Progress World Champion in one of the matches. That's one of the heavily rumoured matches. It's Terrible. Going to take I'm place. not going if that happens. I'm not going. Tamman's like, what's a Progress? I know who progress. Are. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know who the progress world champion is though at the moment. Well, so. speaking of progress, the former writer and creator of progress, Eddie Dennis, he's just been signed to WWE NXT as a producer. Swansea's f- uh, finest. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. What's well for well done? Uh, Diane. Diane. There you Namas- go. Namaste. Diane. Taryn, you lived here for what, like five, ten years? Would you know that? Nine years. Yeah. No, he could tell you. He could tell you everything that's been said on the uh, the Cardiff train station. Yeah, yeah. Some, you uh, could say my name is Taryn and I live in England. You're like Taryn, Taryn or Dewey? Oyster down, is it? Oyster in. I just heard Taryn say oyster in. 
Yeah, I can't remember. Cass Cassid Newid, something like that. Cass yeah. Newid, isn't it? Yeah. Cass Newid, there you go. Routine view and Cass Newid. I live in Newport. Co- Commodore sign on platform side, something like that. Yeah, that's. I just remember the training dancers. <laughs> anyway, Backlash, the premium live event, is happening this Saturday. 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 Yeah, who's going to watch and it? And it comes to us live from Puerto Rico. And the Bugs Bunny himself is no longer hosting because he's in a match. So at oh. least we're, we're saved from part of that. So we have da, 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 seven matches announced on the cards. So as always, as part of our pay-per-view prediction league, we're just going to run through them in no particular order. I'll put them in some sort of order, not how it's oh. listed on um Wikipedia, because they've got what's going to be the main event second listed. So, yeah. So we'll go with that. So first of all, without mentioning any of the matches or anything like that, are we looking forward to it or are we more just, well, it's a wrestling event on a Saturday? I can't wait. There's a press conference uh, that's actually happening on Friday. Then we've got the event and then we've got the after show press conference. And then we've got an after show bump on the, the following Sunday as well. I mean, I can't wait. I've got it all planned. Excited. My only prediction for the event so far will be that Dan and Joe will not watch it live. They will then wake up in the morning on Sunday, read the results before they watch it, and will letter grade it before even seeing it, and then watch the show. I yeah, give come, it coming from the guy who can't even watch Monday Night Raw. I can't. I watched it this time round because of the draft. Um, surely you're going to stay up and watch it live. We'll it's see how Sunday it goes. The next full day. day. Yeah, but I've got a full day watching the coronation, eating Victoria Spenders and trying cream scones. Mate, I've got a full day of watching, yeah. Can you at least... Get your own king! We did have our own king, and then all of a sudden the Norman Conquest ended up beheading him and spiking him on a pillar. That sounds like yeah. a quiz question for a pub. Um can you, can you at least promise our faithful listeners, Joe and Dan, that if you're not going to watch it live, since you're going to get up and watch it more or less straight away you won't read the results before you read before <laughs> well, it all depends it. all depends what messages we wake up to oh we we will we will sit me and jamie will keep i don't have to worry about you guys it's a shame what happened to edge at wrestlemania isn't it? i'm like mate i haven't even watched it thank you <laughs> Oh, Shane, what happened to Edge? He won. Do you mean it was a terrible match? No, but, but back when um, I always remember when he had the uh, he won the Royal Rumble, and then it's oh, Shane, what oh, happened? Oh, then had the, yeah, stacked him and smashed him. And yeah, I was like, I was waiting out to watch that. Turned all the notifications off. So, oh, Shane, what happened to Edge? And oh, thanks, mate. Cheers. <laughs> right, let's do it then. Backlash. Let's get through this before we have our quiz. No particular Backlash. order. The six-man tag team match. The team of Matt Riddle. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the bloodline of the Usos and Solo Sokoa with Paul Heyman in their corner. What's going to go down on this one, Jamie? Who have you got? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will win. Yeah, and, well, and Matt Riddle. Riddle he's not there, though, really. It doesn't really matter. Um, he's irrelevant, but you know, Bro. there you go. Yeah, they'll win. Um, like you said, there might be some kind of thing going on with the Usos that might cost them the match with Solo, and then they're kind of having more cracks in the foundations there. But yeah, Sammy and Kevin, they'll do it for the boys, and then Matt Riddle will be like, "Bro, I did it," and you're like, "Mate, you didn't do even do anything." But all right. <laughs> 
if you got Dan. Yeah, very similar. I think they they've seen the cracks in the bloodline. <laughs> yeah, they, they'd seen cracks in the bloodline. Um, Solo is holding it all together. The only thing that's making it hard is the fact that Solo hasn't lost that much. Yeah, yeah. could see it potentially going for like some sort of DQ finish, but I think he I doesn't have to put... take the pinfall though, does he? Which is no. the USO I always get confused between. Which is the USO that keeps fucking up? Jay. Well, Jay, it's Jay so, who's like the right hand man. Yeah, I think he's the one who's going to. So he can he can take it, can't he? So yeah, I think you know we're building a lot of momentum with Sammy and Kevin. I think they would they're going to. Well, I was about to say retain the titles aren't on the line, uh, but they're going to start it off. They're going to get the momentum because Ro- it's all about Roman not speaking to them. Roman not being happy. He's gaslighting the situation. Something's escalating here. Um, yeah, I can see um, the tag team champions and Matt Riddle picking up the win. Joe, I hundred percent agree. Um, the bloodline uh, fracturing, Jimmy and Jay are going to be ostracised and sent away. They start to fall apart. This is just another. It's like another notch of Roman Reigns free. Like you can't, you can't even win with Solo's help. Why are you even in the bloodline? And he's going to get rid of him. So yeah, I agree. I'm going against you all. Oh. I whilst I think it's a safe bet, and they probably will pick up the win. Will the tag champs and Riddle? I think coming off Mania, a bit of. Yes, the cracks are still showing, and they will do that in the match, uh, you know, with particularly with Jay and or what's happening with him, and it looks like he's gonna, you know, take the pinfall things like that. But I think to keep it going, you need to keep a bit of momentum with him, where you kind of think, you know, tease the audience, oh, they they're getting a bit of momentum back, that type of thing. I think Riddle takes the pinfall. I think it's Solo that that pins him, um, to to do it, just to keep Roman Reigns happy slightly from his the comfort of his sofa let's put it that way so paul Heyman can come out and go your tribal chief is happy with you blah 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 keep it up however you still need to take them titles back that type of thing so if if they're going to win the bloodline that's how it's going to happen so i'll go with them for my predictions but i do think the safe bet is is with the tag champs and riddle but we will see rhea ripley Defends her SmackDown Women's Championship. Really? There's probably going to be the Raw Women's Championship soon because they're. Before we get on to this match, I think we're probably all under the impression that they're going to do what they did a few years ago, where they suddenly they they traded the Women's Champions and then yeah. they went, okay, you're just now the Raw Women's and you're just now the SmackDown. I assume that's probably what they're going to do. Just hand um, each other the belt. Yeah, but, yeah but, probably. So. For now, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, defending against Selena Vega. Yeah, I mean, J- Jamie, you just went with it then. Rhea Ripley. I'm no one's going next. for Selena Rhea, Vega. No, Rhea Rhea I, think we're all, I think this is an easy one. I think we're all Rhea Ripley on this one. Yeah. They're both this easy. A, Rhea and yeah. Bianca, it's done. They're not Let's both easy. They are not both easy. Oh, she. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let, let's tell you what, let's be, we're all going with Rhea. It's a safe bet. It's obvious she's not going with the momentum she's got. She's not dropping the title that quickly after Mania. Rhea Ripley. Or the Judgment Day turn on her for not being drafted ah! with her. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Free agency, it should be. Um, let's move on to the Raw Women's Championship, which will soon become the SmackDown Women's Champion. Well, or will it? Because, well, let's see. Dan, Bianca Belair defending the championship against Io Sky. Yeah, I think we've got a title change on this one. I'm saying Don't that we're going to have... Don't be so stupid. Hear my logic, hear my logic. Um, they've had some cracks in the foundations, as Taryn said uh, previously. Oh. With this one, 
damage control? Are they splitting up? Uh, uh, originally, it was Bailey having a triple threat match to become the number contender. But um, EO Sky chipped up and said, no, I think that one of us should go in. She ended up winning the match. And it's been that Bianca Belair is saying she's always seen that EO, star, uh, EO Sky to be the star of that team. So I see EO picking up that title, makes it fresh, and then Bailey wants to go against EO. And it's split, it sort of sees division in it. Dakota has to choose whether she sticks with EO or t- turns on her. Could be the introduction of Zoe Stark, who is the former tag team partner and tag team championship partner of EO Sky. And you can introduce her, saving and helping out an all-time friend. But yeah, I can see it being fresh. It's been over a year that she's had that title now. Freshen it up a little bit. EO Sky is your new women's champion. You talk about, obviously, um, the way there's a cracks in the foundation. Literally, you know what's going to happen. They'll have a uh, what some will call a banger of a match, but you know it'll be mediocre at best. And then IO I Sky will basically put a good showing in. And then at the end of the match, you'll like put her hand out, Bianca Belair, to be like, won a match, yeah, well done. This is why you're a great wrestler and this is why you shouldn't be a very kind of thing. Bailey will come down and say, what are you doing? Don't shake her hand kind of thing. And then that will be it. And maybe I, I, a li- maybe a little push between them, and then she'll leave torn between her alliances. You know what AEW did four months ago, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure what's going to happen as far as whether they're going to turn or not on each other, especially when they've all just been drafted together. But I suppose it could put them in like a triple threat feud. But um, Bianca's retaining for me either way. <laughs> Jamie, you go with Bianca as well then. Yeah, don't be so stupid. Go. <laughs> Joe, you sided with your brother, or you sided with the correct answer? Oh, my. As I said for the WrestleMania predictions, like the Bianca Belair thing, just getting. Who's going to bet against Bianca no matter who? When was the last time you actually picked Bianca Belair? (laughs) I I don't know. I just don't want Bianca Belair to be the women's champion anymore. It's not what you want, it's what you think is probably going to (laughs) happen. No, it's believe it, if, if, it, if it was a prediction of what we want, then Alexa's coming back to win the title because the evil, evil is good. mine. She's too busy on That's My Jam. That's my jam. Even I'm pretty sure it was recorded months ago, but you know, she was on that Fox show with The Miz and Jimmy Fallon. It's called Who's, the, who's That Behind the Mask or whatever it's called. Yeah. But she was on that as well, but she was on That's My Jam. Can That's we also, whilst we're speaking of the mass singer, former contestant, pass our condolences to the late. WWE superstar because he's appeared superstar. a few times. Jerry Springer. He's a superstar in our hearts. Rest in peace, Jerry Springer. Jerry, Jerry. I wonder what his Jerry. final thought was. Right, anyway, moving Shop on. <laughs> the former host, now competitor, Bugs Bunny himself, Bad Bunny, versus Damien Priest in a street fight. A street fight. Um, Not I'll just any first. street fight. San Juan street fight. A San Juan street fight. So in other words, a street fight. Um, I will a street go fight first. in San Juan, Portugal. It will be Bugs himself. <laughs> it makes no sense for him to lose to Damien Priest when Damien Priest can take the loss and it not really mean anything. Well. Uh, the, the, uh, the former host and home city, town, whatever, country hero... Can pick up the win, and he's a celebrity in a word. Um, in a yeah. word, you know, well, he's only ever sung that Bucket T song, hasn't he? Um, 
Yeah, but, but you do realise as well, Dean Priest is buddy. from Puerto Rico. Well, I'm sure he is, but he's also the heel <laughs> and the celebrity yeah, Bugs Bunny. And he thing. hasn't lost a single match since October 2022. So Bugs Bunny. He hasn't had any. <laughs> he's just been outside going, go on, mammy. Who have you got then, Dan? <laughs> yeah, I've got Bugs Bunny as well. Um, and this is the hardest match to predict out of all of them. What? Because of Damien's um, streak that he's been having. You know, he's the proper full-time superstar. Punishment Martinez, he's going to be there dishing out the punishment. But no, I think it's one of those cases. Remember when Big Show faced Floyd Mayweather back in the day? And it was yeah. just like a cheapy roll-up. And it's going to be very similar. Yeah, OK, he's going to batter the crap out of him. And then all of a sudden, cheeky roll-up, run out of there. LWO are going to have his back. Yeah, I think Bugs Bunny's going to have the win on this one. Have you got Bugs, Joe? Yeah, I'm thinking the same standout for the LWO and the Judgment Day are going to get involved. It's going to be very... It's going to be very like interference heavy this match. Like they're going to get the weapons out, they're going to hit each other. The LWO are going to come out, the Judgment Day are going to come out, and then uh, Bunny will just do a quick roll up and win. One, two, three. And yeah. Jamie. Yeah, I hope you all have it in the predictions, Taryn. I hope you're writing it down that all three of you predicted Bugs Bunny. I'd like to say Bad Bunny's going to win this match, thank you. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. I no. swear, if you get if you get points now, I'm not I'm not having it. You all said Bugs Bunny to Dan win. Dan said it's the hard. I think that's the easiest pick of the night. I think yeah, you all said Bugs Bunny. Who's he? He's a loony too. He ain't gonna be there. Easiest pick of the night is Rhea Ripley. Well, yeah. I, I think the the last three matches that we're gonna get into now are well, the main event might be slightly easier, but they're, they're the hardest of the three. So we'll start with. Seth Franklin Rollins versus Omos. Now, the reason I say it's difficult is because this is a match that came out of nowhere. They've had no feud, no storyline, no storytelling. It, it, it was just announced and you were just like, nobody can explain why. The only way you can explain why is to get them on the card. But why yeah, then the, to? The, the story is, Taron, that basically MVP is like a manager of Omos. And he's basically politicked his way into getting... The, the hottest free agent. Client. Yeah, the hottest yeah. free agent. He might not so, be the hottest free agent. <laughs> so who better to face the hottest free agent in the world than the world's best wrestler, Seth Rollins? So basically the storyline is, is that MVP is then is talking and is talked his way to getting the match with Omos. That's basically how they explained it. So Seth comes off a win beating Logan Paul at Mania. Omos comes off a loss losing to Lesnar at Mania. Who takes the win on this one then, Joe? I mean, yeah, I'll make Omos look good, but I, I, it's got to be Seth Rollins for me. I mean, I, I can't see Seth losing. He's in such a hot streak now and he's so over. And Omos, I don't know. They need to do something with him, but I don't want Seth Rollins to lose either. Um, it's quite a difficult one, but it's I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Okay, I'll go next. I think the reason I think it's difficult, my, my pick is Seth. Yeah, my pick is Rollins. Reason being is because I think, like I said, he's either going to win the world title on Raw or he's going to be there or thereabouts in the final. So he needs momentum. What I find difficult with it is, is because I said when Omos faced Lesnar at Mania, it didn't matter for Omos to lose to Lesnar because it's Lesnar, it's Mania, and he can still look strong, which he did. But it's difficult as well now because if you've got this person that you're trying to push as a monster, monster heel, you know, who, who could possibly beat him? 
well, he's 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 starting to lose all the matches on the premium live events. He can pick up the squash matches on Raw. They don't mean anything when you're then facing legitimate opponents on your pay-per-views. So that's why I find it difficult to think, well, is he going to lose again? But I think he will. And Seth Rollins will pick up the win. Dan, why have I got a feeling you're going to say Omos takes the victory on this one? 100% I am, yeah. You need to build up a superstar. Seth Rollins can afford to take the loss. He could take the loss on this show and then three weeks later we'd be the world champion. That's how weird the company is. It's a fair point. And this is a weird match. It means nothing. If he loses to Omos, it means nothing to Seth Rollins, but it means everything to free agent Omos. Think of everything that's happened to him over the last week. He's a massive free agent. Everybody, when he beats Seth Rollins, everyone's going to want to sign him. He's going to have a massive bonus. MVP's going to be like, I'm a mastermind. I planned this all along. And I think Omos is going to take the win on this one. It's going to be the bidding war of 2023. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Omos or Rollins then, Jamie? Rollins, don't be so stupid. <laughs> a better sense. We'll say, I, I, I would have put it past. You, you make a very good point, you do, um, Dan. You do make a very good point. Um, the triple threat match I feel like Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley are in triple threat matches all the time for this title but Austin Theory defended the United States Championship against Bob the Lash himself, Bobby Lashley and Mr Nice Guy Bronson Reed so I'll start who's um, Bronson Reed is going to say <laughs> no are all three of them on Smackdown or did Bronson Reed go to Raw Bronson Reed went to Raw. Uh, um, I think Lashley went to Raw. And no, I think Lashley went, to, Lashley went to SmackDown. I don't see so, the point in putting the belt on him, though. I think it makes no sense. Well, this is this is the reason. I don't see the point of putting the title back on Lashley. No. Bronson Reed won't win because the Intercontinental title's on Raw and they've switched the title to SmackDown, so they're not going to put both titles he on He could Raw. win it and get traded. He could but I don't think it'll happen. So my pick is Austin Theory retains. He, and I'm going to say he pins Lashley. I would normally say Reed, but they're pushing Reed in a minute. He pins Lashley through some sort of like chicken shit heel thing after Bronson Reed beats up Lashley and then somehow gets pulled out of the ring by someone or taken out or whatever. Um, But Lashley's beaten up by Reed. So Austin Theory retains, keeps the US title on SmackDown. Jamie. Very similar to what you've just said, basically. Um, it'll be something like Bronson will batter Theory, basically, till he's like knocked outside. Then he'll start beating on Bobby Lashley, thinks he's got the match won, and then all of a sudden, Theory will just come out of nowhere and steal the pin. That then takes Bronson Reed to then go to his show and be all like, I had this match won. I want a title shot against Gunter, kind of thing, and just be like, yeah, and have a good showing possibly against Gunter or something, but who knows? He'd be like, I want a title shot because I should have won last night. We'll see. Dan and Joe, are you both going with our thoughts on theory or do we yeah. have a, a different winner? Yeah. Well, Dan's yeah. straight in there, Joe, yeah? Austin yeah. Theory. Austin Theory. Right. Um, I, I would have said, like, with the draft, I was waiting for the draft. If Bronson Reed went to SmackDown, I would, I would have said Bronson Reed because... He is actually getting really over, but as soon as they said, Bronson Reed, as you've said, it doesn't really make sense to give him the US title because then you had the Intercontinental and the US title both on Raw. You'd have to then draft him back to SmackDown. So you just have to draft, so that makes no sense. And obviously, 
obviously, Austin uh, uh, Theory's already beaten Bob, Bobby Lashley already, so don't need to hot potato it. I think you need to keep the title on Austin Theory for a while now. No, You're forgetting, what did he do at WrestleMania? He beat up John Cena. Of course he did. Exactly. He's not going to lose to the Lash, is he? A Mr. Nice Guy. Put it this way, gimmick. if he loses to the Lash, the writers are on the Lash. <laughs> hey, oh. Right, main event time. A singles match. A grudge match, let's call it. Cody, the American Nightmare himself, Cody Rhodes versus the Beast Incarnate, the former next big thing of 2002, Brock Lesnar. Go for it, Dan. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Wow, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Anybody in agreement with that? Yeah, me. Jesus. Why? Give us your thoughts both. There must um, be a reason through that crazy like, decision. So... We talked about it on the WrestleMania after show, like they needed to finish the story. But I was fuming at the time I said, but like now it kind of makes sense. They because Cody came back, you know, last year at WrestleMania and he did so well, but obviously he was out with the pack injury. He needs to like build his momentum up so he's undeniable. Like, yeah, okay, he lost against Roman Reigns. Um, he needs to lose against Brock Lesnar, he needs to be. As Dan said, he needs to be like the Eddie Guerrero or the Rey Mysterio. You need to be like, how many times can he lose? How many times can he knock, get knocked down and get back up again before he ultimately gets it? So I think Cody needs to go on a bit of a losing streak because the more he loses, the more people will get behind him. And then eventually um, he'll get like the money in the bank or something and then he'll get it. I, don't, I think now... If he gets the beats Brock Lesnar, uh, I don't think I don't think that's what we need right now. I think we need a, a dominant Brock Lesnar. Similar thoughts, Dan. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it just makes sense. Brock then on a rampage, Cody's hit rock bottom, and that's when he needs that money in the bank to build him back up. Jamie, are, are you taking the same crazy <laughs> pills as these two, or are you going with? It's like I'm taking crazy pills. Um, (laughs) Brock Lesnar is absolutely going to destroy Cody Rhodes. And Cody Rhodes will win the match by disqualification or something like that. Protects both people. That's your main event. Everyone leaves unhappy. You're forgetting everybody. What are we watching? Watching WWE. They can't program stuff properly. So what's going to happen is Cody Rhodes is going to win. He's going to be built up for months and months and months, and he's finally going to win the title. That's the only thing they can do. It's the logistics of the ending of the story. I it's think Cody Rhodes. It's it's yeah. The only other way I can see it happening is literally Brock Lesnar absolutely destroys him, and Cody Rhodes passes out. Maybe that's the only way Brock will win because he's just fighting, and he puts him in the Kimura and he passes out. Do you know what? I'm 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 actually surprised how split we are. I know Dan and Joe, you're both going for the same win but like I think it's more split that you two are both going with Lesnar me and Jamie both going with Rhodes I'm going with Rhodes but we're quite split on how it's going to happen Jamie because I honestly think not only does Cody win but he wins clean not by disqualification I think he could win clean he'll get absolutely I think it will just be oh yeah he'll he'll get battered but he'll get some momentum towards the end he'll have to hit three or four crossroads that type of things but he'll win clean I think and he'll win via pinfall um, 
more on the reason that Lesnar now disappears, hence his free agent, uh, free agent status, disappears now until at least SummerSlam to start a programme fresh with someone else. This isn't a programme that's carrying on. This is a one and done. Um, I think Cody needs his redemption storyline to, to effectively restart again, building up towards what I assume is probably going to be another match against Reigns at Mania next year in a rematch. And it starts now because I think, because they're going on separate brands, however they're going to eventually get them both on the same brand by Mania next year, that's not even a... Win the Rumble, dis- done. Well, yeah, probably, yeah. Money in the bank, Again, done. Yeah. Could be um, any of them. <laughs> but I think Cody wins clean and very much in the style of SummerSlam, you'll never see it come in. Reigns appears out of nowhere and spins Co- uh, and spears Cody at the end to end the event. But not because they're going to face each other again next week. They're not because they're on separate runs. They won't face each other again, like I said, till this time next year, Mania. But so Heyman can come out on SmackDown next Friday and basically say, let Cody do what he wants on Raw, but we are reminding Cody Rhodes we're putting him in his place. Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, still has one up over you and it'll be more of uh, it'll be more to do with that so yeah they're not going to have a match again for months and months and months but it's more he beat you at mania and he's reminding you that he's still here and that he's the man he's on top and he's holding the title that you'll never hold so yeah i'm going to say cody beats lesnar and he beats him clean but the event ends with a returning reigns hitting the spear leading us into end of the show Get me on that booking team is all I can say. Reigns isn't even going to be on the show. Probably not. No, that's. I mean, that's more how it's, I would it book is it. Backlash after. Yeah, that, that's He's how I would book island. it. But I don't know. I think I honestly think that's got more of a chance personally, and I respect what Dan and Joe said. I think Reigns coming out and spearing Cody at the end. After he's beaten Lesnar clean, I think he's more realistic than Lesnar beating Cody. But that's just my opinion. Anyway, they're the predictions. They are locked in. And just to remind everybody, the Prediction League, before we see what the results are going to be, sits on me on 18, Dan on 16, and Jamie and Joe both on 15. So there's all to play for as we head into WrestleMania Backlash, formerly known as WrestleMania Backlash, thankfully. Back to backlash. Joe, have you got a quiz for us to finish off this week? Yeah, I've got a 10 question quiz and it's on backlash. Oh, Lord. Right. Pens at the ready. Let's fire through this. Okay, question number one. What year was the first backlash? Oh, okay. Epic. Question number two. What state was the first backlash held in? Could we get like three different options? Nah, just go for it. Just bounce, isn't it? <laughs> Somebody's been watching early backlashes on the network. Um, I, I don't even have the network, remember? I've got or he just went on wiki and D-cock. typed in backlash. D-cock. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Did you say what state? Yeah, what US state was the first backlash held in? I just go for that. It's fun, there's 50 to choose from. It's yeah, 50 yeah, 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 but, yeah, but Karen, thinks, Karen thinks Boston's a state, so... <laughs> Boston? <laughs> Boston, Texas? I'm going to go with Joe Biden <laughs> is the answer. <laughs> Question number three. In 
Backlash 2018, Seth Rollins faced The Miz for the Intercontinental title, but who won the match? Was Seth Rollins or The Miz? Uh, I actually can't remember. This is like a trick question when it's a draw. Probably. <laughs> right. Okay. Question number four. With the year 2000 backlash, Dean Malenko faced Scotty Too Hot for what championship? It's got to be. Got to be Kane. Cool. Okay. Uh, question number five. In uh, 2006 uh, backlash, there was a triple threat match for the world heavyweight title. Can you name the three people in the match, in the triple threat match for the world heavyweight champion? 2006 backlash. Yes, I can, I think. Do we get a point for each one we can name? Yeah, point each. Okay. Question number six. Uh, Backlash 2007, Batista faced The Undertaker for the WWE title, but who won the match? Batista faced who, sorry? The Undertaker. The Undertaker! For the the WWE title in 2007, but who won the match? Okay. Cool. Uh, Question number seven. In 2004, Cactus Jack faced Randy Orton in the 2004 Backlash, but what kind of match was it? Mm. It's a very famous match, I think. I can't remember what the bloody match itself was. Or what it was billed as, anyway. What was the match billed as? What was it called, the match? Mm. So is it like Helen Nassau? Was it a street fight? What? What yeah. was the kind of match? Uh, question eight. Um, in Backlash 2007, there was a fatal four-way for the WWE Championship. For a point each, can you name the people in the match? What year was it? 2007 Backlash. And it was for the WWE title? For the WWE Championship, there was a fatal four-way match. Can you name the four people in the match? Point each. Probably not, but let's go with that. That'll do. I'm pretty convinced these four have never been in their fatal four-way max that I've written down, but I'm hoping I get at least one. Is that a point for each one, is it, Joe? Yeah, point for there each. There you yeah. go. I might as well just throw them together then. Uh, question number nine. Uh, Benito Martinez is the real name of what current WWE superstar? Benito Martinez. Benito Martinez. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, question 10, nice and easy. Who is Selena Vega married to? I will take their current ring name or their old ring name. Okay. There we go. Boom. Wicked. Everyone ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Question number one, what year was first backlash, Dad? 1999. Aaron? It's either 98 or 99, but I went with 99. Crawford? I went a little bit earlier. I said 97. It was 1999. Yay! Question number two, what US state was the first backlash held in, Taron? 
No idea, Illinois. Dad? I know it's Illinois as well. Uh, oh, it Washington. It was Rhode Island. Providence, uh, Rhode Island. Uh, question number three. Backlash 2018. Seth Rollins faced the Miz for the Intercontinental title. Who won the match? Jamie? The Miz. Um, Miz. I, I put the same, um, the Miz. It was Seth Rollins. Hey! <laughs> uh, question uh. number four. Question number four, uh, 2000, year 2000 backlash, Demon and Co face Scotty Duhati for which championship? Taron? The light heavyweight championship. Dan? That's what I went for as well, light heavyweight. JB? I went for the European. It was light heavyweight championship. Uh, question number five, 2006 backlash, it was a triple threat uh, for the WWE title. Can you name... All the people in the match. Uh, JB? Um, I went for Triple H, Randy Orton and John Cena. Two points. Karen? Okay. I went with Triple H, Randy Orton and Chris Benoit. One point. Dad? Triple H, Batista and Scott Steiner. One point. So it was John Cena, Triple H, and Edge. Oh, Christ. No, I have to go back and watch that. Um, yeah. Uh, question number six. In 2007, Batista faced the Undertaker for the WWE title. Who won the match, Dad? Undertaker. Darren? Batista. Amy? I also went for Batista. This one was a trick question. Nobody won the match. It was a draw. <laughs> Who was it? It was a draw. It was a draw. It was a draw. <laughs> it was a draw. So when Jamie said, oh, no one won, it was a draw. That's why I kind of popped <laughs> because that was an actual answer. Um, question number seven. In 2004, Cactus Jack faced Randy Orton. But what was the match billed as? What was the kind of match? Dad? Extreme rules. Taron? I don't know. I just put a hardcore match. Baby? So originally I put Street Fight, but then you said, what was it billed as? So I went for something like they like to do something stupid, like a Falls Count Anywhere Street Fight match. Jamie is the closest. There's no holds barred Falls Count Anywhere match. <laughs> I assume he could probably have the point for that. Yeah, you can have the point for that. You, you're really, really close. I'll give you the point for that. It's stupid. Terrible. Um, question. I was like, that makes no sense. It's basically a hardcore match. But it's, it's the same. Yeah, that's what it was, though, apparently. Uh, question number eight. In two, uh, Backlash 2007, there was a fatal four-way match for the WWE title. Can you name each competitor for a point each? Dad. HBK, John Cena, Edge, Orton. Karen. Um, the Miz, John Cena, Shawn Michaels, and Edge. Jamie. Uh, John Cena, Edge, Randy Orton, Bautista. Right, so the people in there were John Cena, Edge, Randy Orton, and Shawn Michaels. Sorry, I got three. four. Yeah, that's why I didn't tell you a point. Well, it's, I just played um, Showcase on 2K. Um, oh, and that's one of the, that was one of the matches. Like, right at the end. Go. So I remembered it from that. 
See, if you had 2K23, you'd know this. Uh, question number nine. Uh, Benito Martinez is the real name of what current WWE superstar, Taron? Damien Priest. Dad? I said Damien Priest because his name on the Indies was Punishment Martinez. Jamie? Bad Bunny. Correct, it's Bad Bunny. Right, no, right, okay, so I was going to write Bad Bunny, but he's not a WWE superstar. He's yes, not he is. Not, and he's, he's not. not so, he's not under contract, no. He's not, he's I not. agree. I agree, that should not be a point. No. You should, said, you should have said name of somebody who's wrestling at Backlash, and it would have made sense then. He's a WWE superstar. He's not a WWE superstar. I'm going to go on the WWE superstar page. If he's, Logan Paul's under contract. On, if he's, he's listed, if he's on the superstar page, then fair enough, exactly. let me go to B. He's on the surely a, page. Surely a name of Ben Dio is not going to be a real wrestler. <laughs> and what about number 10, Joe? Uh, number 10, nice and easy. Who is Selena Baker married to, Dad? Malachi Alistair Black. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, yeah, Malachi yeah. Black. He, yeah, Malachi Black. Bad Bunny Malachi is Black, not Alice on the Black, superstar Connie page. Yeah. Doesn't matter anyway. Let's talk the stores up. Fair enough. Yeah, don't matter. Right. Um, one, two. I got eight. I got a seven. Eight. Oh, oh, we need a oh, we need a tiebreaker, oh. Joe. Have you got one? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> is Bad right. Bunny? A real wrestler? No. <laughs> All right. I, do you want, I? I can just throw one out one yeah. out there then quickly if you want to. Where's yeah. this year's backlash at? San Juan. <laughs> Where's AEW all in? Closest win. <laughs> what year was the WWE Championship introduced? Obviously, it would have been known as the WWF or even WWF Championship then. But the main world title. What year was it introduced? 2002. The main, you mean the first no, ever? The, the, the WWE, yeah, it's in, it's in. Oh, it's like 1954 then? That, well, so. yeah, so that type of era, year, type thing, yeah. Okay. So when was it first introduced? So what year? So I'll, I'll let you have a proper go. 54. I um, don't think it's as far back as 54 because you've got the first ever champion of Buddy Rogers, then it went to Pedro Morales. Pedro Morales, that's it. Bruno Sammartino. Bruno's just passed and he was about 80, 90. So he would have won it in his 20s. So I'll go with 63. The correct answer is 1963. <laughs> <There we> <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be fair, I knew it was around then because I was like, I'm sure there's like a DVD of like the 50th anniversary, which came out like 20 yeah. years ago. Dan gets the point. With that. Come on. Yeah, fair play. You'll get the one point. The quiz. Um, league stands at Dan on five, Jamie on four, I'm on three, Joe, you are still on one, but it's all to play for next week when I don't know who's doing the quiz. It's your turn, Jamie. Me. Lovely. Dan, where can everybody find us on the socials? Yeah, you can find us on the social media. We are Grapple Cast Show on your Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But more importantly, you can find us wherever you get your podcast. We are also grapple cast show make sure you like rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode lovely thank you very much to everybody and our dedicated subscribers and listener fan base enjoy the backlash wrestlemania backlash itself this saturday um just don't 
get up and read the results before you watch the show. That's all I can advise to our listeners. Um, but yes, join us next week for our review of uh, said event, our letter grading, and to see how we got on with our predictions. Jamie, if you'd like to sign us off. What Rico? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-ra, guys. Bring the bell!